0: Well, welcome back to episode four of Let's Talk TV Shows, Movies, and Tech. I, I had a good, I had a good Christmas. Um, it's right after uh, New Year's, so I hope you had a wonderful New Year's. Happy New Year's! Well, this is the, f- really the like the first episode in 2019 so yeah um a lot of my tv shows are still on break so yeah there's that so I'm catching up on a on a few other tv shows that I um haven't gotten to so I'm I'm catching up so I'm using this time to catch up so that's what I've been doing so cares what have you been doing probably spending time with your family you're probably at work or heading to work or i don't know what you're doing but yeah um okay let's see what's up um opening this week for movies since i usually um on here i usually tell people i usually let you know what is opening this week so maybe this weekend you can plan on seeing a movie maybe i don't know i'm um, opening this week um Starting with... Escape Room... Uh... Swing Kids... swing Or... Swing Kids... Um... Take Point... Eli... Uh... State... State Like Sleep... Um... Great Great Great... Um... And American Hangman... Those are the... Um... uh, Movies that are coming out... Um... This week... Um... The top box office movies, I'm just going to go with the first five top box office movies that um, I'm pretty sure you guys uh, listening, you should pretty much see at least two of these movies, or at least some of them. Um, the top one it says is Aquaman, the next one is Mary Poppins Returns, uh, after that is Bumblebee, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and The Mule. Those movies are... um, If you look... If you go onto Fandango or Flickstore or read the critics... They are... um, All but... uh, Yeah, all of those movies except three are sort of... All except two are not certified fresh. The the other three are certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, The other ones are uh sixty four or sixty five percent fresh. So looking at it I'm just like yes and I said Aquaman and I predicted this a long time ago um that Aquaman was going to be awesome to and to see to and basically people are seeing uh, um seeing Aquaman and they're seeing this badass superhero and I'm just saying, yes, you're finally seeing what I see, what I've always saw in Aquaman. So, it's awesome to have Aquaman be doing this good, and it's getting me excited to see what DC has in the works. Like yes DC is going this 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 funny route to where they have they're doing more of the funny aspect in the superhero because Aquaman he was more funny and he had a little action but he had had a lot more of the funny cheesiness which people loved I loved and I'm just thinking like well if Aquaman's this I'm excited for what Shazam's gonna have because Shazam they are playing off more of the funniness, so, and the nuttiness, and the craziness. That's what Shazam is, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they, what DC brings for Shazam and Aquaman, and Bumblebee. That was a fantastic movie. Like e- even if they rebooted the Transformers franchise with Bumblebee as the first movie, I would be okay with it. I'm pretty sure a lot of fans of the Transformers universe or franchise would be completely fine with it because watching Bumblebee, you... It was like... You... Um... The characters and all that just... uh, They took from what the cartoon of Transformers was and they just brought it in and they put a modern twist on it, and that was awesome, I loved it, um, l- okay, l- let, me, let me, um, talk about little remakes a little bit, cause, um, that's what kind of brought me with Bumblebee, of course, um, but, like, the new, like, what Disney's doing right now with all the, uh, the remakes that they're doing, and most people are not happy, and they say that it's, uh, ruining their childhood, and all and it's uh, they, Disney needs to stop doing these remakes because we didn't ask for that. And I like, I I did, I asked for it. Uh, I, what Disney is trying to do is they're trying to make it right. I know I said this before, but they're just trying to do it right. They're tr- They're not. They're not trying to make you happy. They're trying to get into another group of pe- another group of kids. So they can grow up with that movie. We grew up. I grew up with the the animated uh, Lion King. I grew up with that Lion King. And those, all the movies around that. I grew up with that. Am I mad that Disney is remaking it? No. I'm actually excited. I want to see. Because it it's showing a new light. We uh, Disney had so many things. With Lion King, so many things, spin-offs, they had spin-off TV shows, they had this, they had that, they had all these different things with Lion King, so it was so popular, all Disney was trying to do is like, we're gonna take all this thing, all these things, and combine the story arc, into one thing, yes, it's gonna be, the same, uh, from, all, the Lion King, with this new Lion King version, it's gonna, basically, be the same, but, the story arc is going to be a little different, and it's going to be more relatable to real life. To where instead of it being, they're not Disney not is not saying that they don't like the cartoon and, the, and they don't like the animated version, and they will always discontinue the. Anim- no, they're not. They're not saying that. All they're doing is they're making making all that stuff. Just a little bit more relatable, to where when you're watching it, you're like, "That could happen," but at the same time, they they kind of want you to ex- to ex- um uh, have you escape your mind. The, it's it's like with the Jungle Book, and most people said the Jungle Book's the only remake that Disney did right. And I'm like, Man. Disney did a lot of good remakes. It's just a lot of people. Uh, Tend to when it's your favorite movie You don't want Disney to uh, Like In in air quotes Ruin the movie They're not ruining it You just don't want them to uh, Redo your favorite movie That's it That's all That's all that you don't want them to do Is redo Their Your favorite movie Which That's kind of selfish It's like why? I know it's your favorite movie. I've had. I have tons of favorite movies. I have my, one of my favorite movies. They got a sequel to it. i I would. Li- I would like to see them do it live action. But I'm pretty sure they. They. To me, the original. Your favorite movie. That favorite movie. And they do a remake of it. You. They can't capture that. Uh, magic that they got with the first movie. That's like they can't capture that. It's like, well they're trying to get more fans. They're trying to get different fans. They're they're trying to get someone a whole different fan base. They already know that there's fans for this movie. Well they're trying to get fans for this movie. And technology has changed. Technology will always constantly change. Forever and always always. They, they will always want they will always change. They will always uh, need to remake certain movies, but there's also certain movies that they will never touch, because those movies don't need to be redone, because they did so well. But I- I'll-, I'll get my spell off of that, because remakes, some of it, sometimes they're doing it for a cash grab, sometimes they're doing it simply to fix the mistakes that the original had. And yes, some people say, well, like, well, Lion King never had any mistakes, or Aladdin never had any mistakes, or Cinderella never had any mistakes of the animated version, that some people saw them as perfect. They never had a mistake. Well, Disney, they're looking at it, and they're like, well, there's a lot of mistakes that we did, and we did a lot wrong, and Disney's like, this is our opportunity to fix those mistakes. Redo those movies in the same story, but fix them. Fix the mistakes. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Disney going back, realizing that they made a mistake, fixing the mistake, and redoing it again. Give them a second chance. If you're going to say that certain movies are bad before you even see it, don't even, don't even talk to me about it, it's like, really don't, just don't, like, a lot of people said Aquaman was going to be horrible because, um, they were judging it on, based on what DC did with Justice League, don't do that, don't do that, don't judge it on one bad movie that they did, don't judge, like, a lot of people did not like Beauty and the Beast, okay, judge it on that one, People judge it on that one movie. Don't judge the entire franchise or the entire like remakes that they're doing, or based on that one little thing. Don't do that. You're judging it based on the cover. Wait until you watch it, and then tell me. A lot of people. And then also, I was reading some of the critics reviews of Aquaman, and there was one that stuck out to me that was kind of funny. Um. I I read it and I just got I laughed and I was like wow and I was like okay I'm gonna keep my in the back of my head before when I go see it and if you if you haven't seen Aquaman I'm gonna tell you this little review and just think that in the back of your head and you pretty much you'll think this is hilarious but I heard someone saying um, that when they were walking watching Aquaman they thought they were watching Power Rangers and they got up and left Like and they didn't even, they watched a few seconds of Aquaman, and I'm like, um, when I was watching, I was like, I don't feel like I'm watching Power Rangers, and then I realized, I'm like, wait, is it because it's the cheesiness factor, or is it the fact that everything that in Aquaman was almost practical effects, like Power Rangers? I was, I was thinking like that. I'm like, I'm confused. So, people want movies to be more real, but at the same time, when movies are more real, we look at it as cheesiness? I'm confused. I'm really confused about that. It's like, okay, we want, we want movies to be real, but at the same time, we don't want it to be too real. That it makes it feel like it's real life. I'm like, well, isn't that w- what movies? Uh, it, it's confusing. Um, I'm like you know that Aquaman's not real. You know that he's not real. He, but it's weird that most of Aquaman was all practical effects, like the the costumes, the explosions, the stunts, they were all basically all rip- uh, There There's a few, like, CGI moments. Well, of course it was CGI because half the movie was underwater. And I'm pretty sure Jason Momoa cannot hold his breath uh, for that long underneath the water and talk clearly under the water. No one can. If if someone can, please, I want to know. <laughs> please let me know if you can hold your, your breath for or breathe underwater for that long for that long i want to know i want to meet you i want to say hi that's of course that's cgi because it's underwater it's it's a i heard another review of aquaman being or well, the first time we see atlantis is kind of like uh, when, um avatar the first time we saw avatar and we saw first time we saw pandora and it was just like this whoa this wow moment and that's what Aquaman was when we first saw Atlantis it's like another world even though it's in our same world it's just under the water cause we never explored it which is uh, which was awesome and then Mary Poppins Returns it's not necessarily a remake it's more of like a sequel to the original which I didn't see it cause I'm not I wasn't a big fan of Mary Poppins so I know someone a lot of people are gonna probably kill me for, because I'm not a fan of Mary Poppins but I did get to see Aquaman and Bumblebee um, this past week. Oh, so, so good. Um, Bumblebee, ooh, so good. Haley Steinfeld, John Cena, you did an awesome job. Um, the, I th- the voice actor that did that gave Bumblebee his voice, spotter It made me sad for when he lost his actual voice. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was feeling bad, I was like, dang, he lost his voice, Uh, it was pretty good, um, yeah, but those are the movies, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, I keep on seeing a lot of stuff, and that's another one where hades Steinfeld is Spider-Gwen, um, so she has two big movies out in theaters in the top box office that are doing really well, they're certified fresh, so, it's like, whoa! There's isn't there's just nothing that girl can do. Uh, She's she's a good actress. Um, There's another movie I'm looking, and the audience hate it, but the critics apparently love it. It's Vice. Never heard of it. I've never. Let me know if you've heard of it. Um, So apparently the critics love that movie. So it should be good if the critics love it but the audience hate it, so, so that, that shows that a movie, uh, the movie that, uh, that movie, this, okay, that's a movie that caters to the critics, but does not cater to the audience, yeah, The movie catered to, to where the critics loved it, and the audience is like, what is this, yeah, and that stars like Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Uh, Steve Carell and Sam Rockwell a very good cast and then Holmes and Watson Virtually trashed Everyone hates it. You should not see it it because Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be so bad that it's funny. So If you want a movie that's really really bad that it's funny Maybe go see Holmes and Watson and I think that's what they were wanting. Maybe I don't know on what they were wanting, um, I heard a lot of people want to see the mule. The mule looks good, but yeah. My my two main like movie recommendations, that if you have not watched, oh, three but is Aquaman and Bumblebee. Those are two that I highly recommend you go to the theater and watch. They're really good. um, I probably won't see Spider-Man Into the Universe in theaters, I will most likely see it when it comes out in DVD, because I just did not have enough time to see it, and, yeah, I just don't have enough time to go see it, and I don't have the money to go see all the movies I want to see, but, yeah, I would recommend those three movies, Spider-Man, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, Bumblebee, and Aquaman, those are the three movies I should recommend, and, if you're a Mary Poppins fan, Go see Mary Poppins Returns because it ha- it will have I think some Easter eggs for the original Mary Poppins. So yeah, um, since t- uh, talking about most of the like t- uh, let's go into like TV shows since I t- was talking about movies. Um, let's talk about the CW. A lot of people don't like that don't like some of the shows on the CW. Well, I do. I like some of the shows in the CW. The uh, CW has been cracking out some good TV shows. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll name up some uh, shows that are a possibility that the CW will bring. Uh, this is, uh, I'll probably do 20 possibility shows and some shows that are definitely making it back on the CW. Uh, so 20. Possibility, Strong Girl. Yeah, I, I... I don't know too much about it I just heard it on a list And I was like Strong Girl uh, Is it out? I don't know if that's a reality show Or um, Yeah, it, it's like a, a, thing, a thing of of uh, Korean series Yeah, I, I don't know It's a Strong Girl It's a possibility CW might do that um, Another one uh, that is definitely coming on um, is Roswell, New Mexico, I definitely, I'm gonna go, I'm definitely gonna start watching that, it looks good, um, I don't know, they might have a few, like, little easter eggs of the original Roswell, um, I don't think it was a CW show, but, uh, CW has Roswell, New Mexico, so, I think it's like a spin-off, uh, that looks good, it really looks good, so, I'll, I can't wait for that one, um, possibility the cove I think it's uh, from the producers of the vampire Diaries if you are a fan of the vampire Diaries you have the cove I don't know exactly the entire thing I'm just I'll name off the title of the of the TV show uh, that's a possibility of the cove so I don't know um, another possibility is Duran Durian. I Honestly, I probably, pretty much, I butchered that one, um, another one is In, In the Dark, that one's definitely coming, it's gonna be in Spring of 2019, um, Possibility, the 14, 4,400, um, yeah, I don't know, Uh, that's a Possibility one, uh, possibility Untitled Jane the Virgin Spinoff So Jane the Virgin Is going to get a spinoff I don't know uh, If you're a fan Of Jane the Virgin it, but Or maybe you're not A fan of Jane the Virgin But you like this New spinoff That they're coming out it, It's A possibility It might We don't know We don't It's, it's just a possibility I'm predicting it uh, In 2019 That might come in We don't know it, They they Probably haven't found a script They probably haven't found a title it's all in the air. Um, here's one that is coming in summer of 2019. It's called Bulletproof. Don't know too much about it. No, It's a British drama. Um, originally from Vertical Films and Company Pictures. Um, it's, un- it's undercover cops uh, and their work fighting crime in London's East End. Yeah, so... If you like that, I feel like the CW is like we need to hop on that drama, uh, crime drama bandwagon, like CBS and NBC and all those big networks are on. The CW it's like we are a big network. Let's get onto that. Um, well, let me go back to that one show. Basically, they're trying to get into that one crime drama because the CW is starting to become more of that mainstream network. They're trying to become more of that big network. The big guys. So, they're trying to... Because this... When you mention this... When I mention the CW, most people are thinking DC, superheroes, Riverdale, um... The CW... yeah crappy shows And CW is like well we got some good shows We got the Flash We got the Arrow Yeah, Green Arrow We got Supergirl um, We got DC Legends of Tomorrow Mostly all the DC superhero shows So CW is like well CW is starting to Cause they've been uh, More on the sci-fi range uh, More of the fantasy range And stuff like that probably will never happen with if without superheroes what these and is like well let's get a show that is more real life so that's what they're doing with i think bulletproof possibility is glamorous um not too much about that uh comedian damian waynes jr will be in it so if you like him there you go you got glamorous yeah don't know too much about it so there you there's, so keep an eye out for that one His new TV show That might come That might not We you don't know Another possibility is Untitled Untitled Riverdale spinoff Since Riverdale is really popular CW is like Might as well make a Spinoff So There's that To look forward to It's a possibility I'm pretty sure I'm gonna guess That it, this one Is gonna most likely do it Because Riverdale is really popular and is like, well, Riverdale's popular, and we'll need we will, we'll do a spin-off to get another audience. We got this group of people with Riverdale. Well, let's get this other group of people, and let's connect them. Let's connect the universes. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then most people are gonna be excited that, um, The 100 gets a season 6 in spring of 2019, so if you're a fan of The 100, I tried to watch it, Uh, it's really, really long, I might get back into it, but it's really long, but yeah, The 100 gets a season 6, so a lot of people are excited for that, um, a lot of the, uh, actresses and actors, and they're reclaiming the role back as what they were um another possibility which i'm pretty sure is going to happen is batwoman they've already like casted um they, they already casted ruby rose as batwoman because we already saw her in else worlds so i'm pretty sure this show is going to happen so let me know if you're gonna watch it let me know if you're gonna watch batwoman i'll, I'll be really curious because i'll most likely watch it but i don't know I just don't know, because it will probably be connected with the other uh, CW superhero shows, which is The Flash, Supergirl, The Green Arrow, and DC Legends Tomorrow. But Bo- Legends of Tomorrow is like the Redhead Stepchild. They are off doing their own little thing. Yeah. Um, there's another possibility, the LA Complex Reboot. I've never heard of that show, but there's that. Yeah. Uh, Another one, uh, iZombie season 5, spring of 2019, I I saw that happening, iZombie's kinda popular, kinda, it's the same thing with like The Walking Dead, it involves zombies, people love zombies, yeah, so, iZombie, I liked it for the first two seasons, then I got off of it, then it came back, then I got off, then I came back, now I'm back on, it's it's a love hate relationship with iZombie. Yeah, I, I like the show, but I kind of don't like it sometimes, yeah, if if they can get it right with season 5, I'll be happy, that, that's all I care about, a possibility is Lean on Me, um, LeBron James and John Legend are set to produce the new drama series, so, I don't know if uh, LeBron James and John Legend have ever produced a t- show before, so this would be interesting. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what the show will be on, so... Well, we don't know if it will be, I think. And then another one is uh, Possibility with Ruthless. Um, it's like a another crime drama, and this one, I think, will have... I don't know... Uh... Yeah, it will be produced by Michael... Worth, I just... I only know him as Tony Denozo from NCIS, so it will be produced by him. Yeah. Uh, so... I, hopefully that's a thing. Uh, since... I think he was fired off of Bull or something. Or, or CBS. I don't know. But... The, this might be his new show that he's coming out with. I don't know. Ruthless and CW? I don't know. Um and then of course Jane the Virgin gets its season 5 spring 2019 um possibility uh is untitled Nancy Drew drama so if you're a fan Nancy Drew there you go I wasn't so yeah um possibility is super clean don't know what that uh it's like a fresh of off her successful series GLOW so this is like a different thing of GLOW yeah yeah, super clean. Possibility, possibility, um, and then another possibility is Survivors Club. That's I think like a zombie thing. Yeah, this is another DC uh, thing that DC is bringing in. So I think that one will be because it's DC and DC likes to. Has a big thing with CW. Plus CW is owned by Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers owns DC. So yeah. I'm going to guess Rivers Club will be a thing. A lot of those shows I think. Will be a thing. I want a lot of like the crime dramas to happen. Because. I want this people to see the CW. As more than just. Superheroes. And magic. And sci-fi and fantasy. I want it to be more like an actual. Like, how we see NBC, how we see CBS, how we see ABC. I want the CW to be up there. Because I am a big fan of the CW. I love the CW. CW has been having a lot of good shows and content and all that. Um, yeah, I... And then, 2019. We're going to see a lot of stuff in 2019 happen. We're going to see a lot of movies come out. We're gonna see first in, in the Marvel spectrum we're gonna see Captain Marvel and then after Captain Marvel we're gonna see Avengers in the game. We finally get the title to Inven- to Avengers, which it's like the perfect title. It's the end of one f- of s- of one era and the start of an era next. In which a lot of people are like, I'm not ready for Captain America to uh, hang up the mantle. I'm not ready for Robert Downey Jr. to hang up the mantle as, as Iron Man. I'm not ready for Chris Hemsworth to hang up the mantle of Thor. It's like, they're not, they're not going to hang up the mantle. They're just... Um, how do I put this? They're just... They're taking a back seat. They're getting into the back seat and saying... We're going to just take a back seat. We're going to take a cameo role now. Like what Stan Lee's been doing. We lost a lot of people in 2018 too. We lost a legend Stan Lee. But. We will always remember him. Uh, in his. Cameos. In all the Marvel films. And 2019 will be. The end of 2019 of every Marvel movie. It's going to be really really tough. Because we're still probably going to see his cameos in 2019 Marvel movies. 2020, 2020 Marvel movies are no longer going to have Stan Lee cameos. Which is going to be really, really tough. I'm guessing either with Captain Marvel or Inven- Avengers Endgame. We're going to see uh, the Stanley. Lee uh, In memorial to Stanley, I'm gonna guess Endgame is we're gonna see the little thing for Stanley. I'm not gonna. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be uh, Captain Marvel, even though that's the first one. But I'm guessing Endgame is gonna be the one. But it's sad that Stanley died. But at the same time, look at look at what life he's lived. He's been in so many Marvel movies that it's just whoa. So, I don't want to. I didn't want to bring a little downer into this, but a lot of movies are coming out in 2019. I can't wait to see a lot of them. Um, yeah, mostly the Marvel ones. There's a few DC ones I'm really excited for, like Shazam. I can't wait for Shazam. Um, there's a few DC ones I think besides Shazam that are coming out, but I can't tell you because I don't know what they are. I forget what the name of them. Uh, Marvel. There's going to be a few more ones. I think New Mutants is coming out. Can't wait for that. Um, I think Disney Plus might be coming out in 2019. So I might subscribe to that and see that. And That that means if Disney Plus comes out, Netflix reduces their inventory by a lot. They lose a lot of their movies because Disney's like, I'm sorry. Which I can I can see that a lot of people are gonna be upset, but at the same time, it's like Netflix, get some good stuff, yeah. Um, what is this, my tech? That I've, okay, I do have this one piece of tech that I that is kind of new, but it's not technically tech. It's 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 kind of like tech for the movie, but this involves you. It's tech for the movies, kind of. It involves the user. It's not VR. It's not AR. It's interactive movies. That's kind of like my tech kind of. I feel like. um, I can see Hollywood using interactive movies. Of you have to download this app. And. uh, The interactive movie I saw. That kind of got me excited. Was Black Mirror on Netflix. Which. They do an excellent, excellent job of the interactive portion. To where I can pretty much watch that movie four times and see that movie in a different light. Which was awesome. And it played it in a way to where, yes, it may have repeated some stuff. But it made it in a way like... Like there was one portion in the movie, I don't want to give it too much away. But there was one portion to where the main character was... Um, say, uh, like, uh, almost, like, asking, like, the user, like, give me a sign, and it had, like, Netflix, or this other symbol in the movie, if you watch the movie, the symbol would make sense, but I, I think I clicked on Netflix on one of the times, I clicked on Netflix, and it s- said, Netflix, a streaming platform, I'm like, oh, that's funny, and it was, like, basically, you interacting with the person from 1984, it was awesome, it was, like, and he, and he was talking to his, um, his uh, therapist and his therapist was saying like, "Oh well, um, you're communicating with a netf- someone from the future that is on Netflix." What is Netflix? They were trying to explain Netflix. It was, it was, it was funny. That was like, "Oh, that's funny." You can use Netflix. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's funny," which, um, I hopefully really there's gonna. I hope. I hope for in the future there's going to be a lot of movies that are interactive that they want the user input to where it makes it because when you're those interactive movies and you had to choose the decision, um, it really gets the user or the viewer involved and they're just like, whoa, and then they it makes them want to rewatch the entire thing again and try different things, which is really cool. Um, I actually did uh, help with an interactive uh, small video project, interactive video, when I was uh, in college. And so, so I know how an inter- interactive uh, video how it, how they are made. It is very very tricky to be made, but at the same time. It's not as tricky as you think. Like some uh, some people think, like well, interactive movies are really, 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 really tough to make. I'm like, not really. With a good uh, person that writes down all the shot list, you just have to get the shots. And then towards the very end, you just have to, with the, with the interactive video I did. It was obvious that they um, they had to. Because they did each video, and then at the each end of each video, they had to do a different, um, like, do I do this? And they, the, uh, the very obvious of you had to choose it for him. The very obvious. Where Black Mirror was very subtle. It was very, t- it was timed. So you had to choose a decision, like, right away. Or, I think it would be paused, or the movie would, I don't know. Because uh, I didn't really test it out. Um, but it got you involved to where if you did this, now I think there was one portion to where if you said yes to a certain thing in Black Mirror, and the movie didn't want you to say yes, it would kind of like, um, one of the characters I remember it said, you you did the wrong decision. And I was like, even though that, uh, that character was talking to that one character, it felt like he was talking to you and you are like, Oh. I better choose that other thing, because it, what happened was, it kind of repeated, and it got back to that one question again, so you can choose it again, I was like, whoa, that's cool, it it was cool, it was an interesting take, I hopefully more movies, and not just Netflix, I want more studios to do interactive movies, to where they, like, release an app with that movie, and you have to, have that app, before you go into that movie, so, uh, and, um, when you're watching the movie, you have this app open, um, and when you're watching it, when you're watching it in, like, the theater or something, you're watching it, and it comes up to, like, the decision to have, like, a little timer, uh, and it gives you, oh, oh, no, it has that little timer, you have to choose, it and it has two decisions, and your phone will have the, uh, the decisions, and you, but like, and you basically have your, have to have your phone out, of course, and you have to click two decisions, and, um, in the theater, it will be like a, um, like, like a percentage, like, the app will, uh, connect via, like, the movie, like, uh, since mo- most movies are played on a, on a computer, which the app, you're you're on the app, and you click that decision, and a lot of people click that one decision. It, the app will determine how many people click that one decision. Go back, go back to the movie, and and, uh, and, and determine that one time or whatever that time limit. Um, and whatever the decision, it will have the percentage of what people have chosen. So people can be like, oh, 50% chose this decision over 26% chose that. It won't say the name. It'll just say the percentage, which would be cool for the theater. And then when you uh, buy the DVD or you buy it o- online or something, then you can. it would be the touch interactive or the remote interaction where you actually have to physically touch it with your remote it it won't do the percentage the app will only be for the theater and then they'll just um, when it goes out of theater they'll kind of like uh, the app will kind of like discontinue or just not work it'll just uh, it'll just say I'm sorry it does not this app or the app will kind of like put where you can get the movie when it's not in theaters it'll just be in like iTunes or Netflix or whatever wherever you can watch the movie That'd be a cool thing, where they can do it, where that'd be a cool interactive experience. So that's my technology thing, which would be really cool. Uh, I think Netflix is like playing around with this interactive stuff, which is really fun. But Netflix, they need to figure, they're kind of, Netflix is like the experiment in Guinea Pig, and the studios are looking at what Netflix is doing, they're like, okay, we'll see what you did with Black Mirror. We're going to see if we can implement this in the actual theater portion. Because we don't know. So, that'd be interesting. I can't wait to see if there's going to be more interactive movies. Not just on Netflix, but on anything more. I don't know. We don't know. Um. Let me open up here. Um. Let me. uh, For the song of the week. What have I been listening to? Um. Alright Let's see uh, give, me, give me some time Hold on Um uh, Song of the week Hold on I gotta check something real quick Cause I don't wanna repeat Um What I had before Yeah I uh, figured okay. I can one I can, something Okay I know I should have it be more prepared, but I'm not, I'm not prepared. I'm never prepared. I just go with the flow. So, um, the song of the week is, uh, uh, if you don't, if you're new to this and you're just, you're just tuning into this episode, you don't have to go back to the previous episodes. if You can if you want, but if you, you can start with this episode and I'll explain it. The song of the week is, I just named the song... And then you you download the actual playlist, and you will actually get the full length of the song um, on my Apple Music profile. It will say Song of the Week. Just download it, and it will have the entire list of, of the past songs of the week. Um, uh, episode 1 through 4 will have the songs. And then the past songs of the week, to see them is on like IGTV, Instagram TV. And other songs of the week that I wore on. But, yeah. Uh, the song of the week is Happy Now featuring Sandro Cavanza. Uh, basically, uh, hit by Kaiko. Yeah. Happy Now. It's, it's a really good song. Um, take a listen to it. It's really good. Um, if you didn't watch the I Heart uh, Music Awards on the CW... And then you don't know that they performed that song. So. If you didn't watch it. They. They performed it. If you did watch it. Then you know that they performed it. And that. It's a really good song. It deserves the be song of the week. So. Play. And then if you didn't catch it. The last song of the week. Um. Was a Christmas song. Of course. Day after Christmas. Uh. Take a look at the last Christmas. Uh, song of the week. But yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't think I got anything else. So, yeah. Watch movies, TV shows. Um, I'll see you next week. Peace.